Well, I don't favor talking to Herman, but I'll talk to you just this once. Exchange-traded funds are the investment world's new frontier. You better listen. But with so many choices and styles, the ETF world is a bit like the wild, wild west, filled with new issues and ideas, but fraught with the same old dangers of investing. If you're looking for trouble, I'll accommodate you. Every Thursday, Tom Lydon of ETF Trends comes to Money Life to tell us about one ETF that is wearing the white hat right now. Take it easy. We are the good guys. He'll point out the good, the bad, and the ugly as he tells you which investment is worth taking a shot on. That's good shooting. And names his ETF of the week. Now, Wild West. You know, ETFs are much less the Wild West frontier that they were when we started the ETF of the week. If you're using ETFs, exchange-traded funds, you're in the right place because every week for the last 10 years, I've been talking with Tom Lydon, the chief executive officer at ETFtrends.com, about investing in exchange-traded funds. It started the very first week of Money Life, my show. And I can tell you that in the 10 years since then, Tom has made 515 appearances in the ETF of the week. And never have we not had fun doing it. But more importantly, never have we failed to look at interesting funds and see what's out there and and dig in deeply. And if you want to dig in deeply on exchange-traded funds, ETFtrends.com, there's no better site for doing that. Tom Lydon is their chief executive. Tom, thanks so much for 10 years on Money Life and doing the ETF of the week with you. Well, thank you. And what's your name again? <laughs> yeah, that's from the five weeks that you missed in those 10 years. Thanks, Chuck. It's been a blast. I'm looking forward to the next 10 years from my wheelchair. Me too. From mine, dueling wheelchairs. Tom, the second decade of ETF of the week, we start with what as the ETF of the week? The State Street Spider S&P Dividend ETF, ticker symbol SDY. The SDY, the, the Spider S&P Dividend ETF, this is an issue that a lot of people are interested in right about now because you've got a lot of turmoil. You've got a lot of concern over rising interest rates, inflation, all the rest. And at the very least, even if the market is going to struggle, you get paid to wait with this one. So is that why? Is this simply the quintessential pick for our times or is there more to it, Tom? It is, Chuck. It's kind of the de facto S&P pick during these inflationary times. You've touched on a couple really important things. Inflation and rising interest rates are difficult on growth stocks. The makeup of the S&P 500 is not what it was 10 years ago. Way more technology, very heavy in the FANG area. And people have been noticing what's happened to FANG stocks so far this year. Drastically underperforming the S&P 500, even though they've had a heavy weight. What this ETF does, and people have noticed that and they've been voting with their feet because we've seen just last week almost $2.5 billion go into this ETF. It's very heavy on areas like energy, consumer staples, utilities, financials, all areas that pay decent dividends and also with inflationary numbers being as high as they are today, people are looking for ways to keep up. This fund has done a great job keeping up, but it's also an area that 
has gotten tons and tons of interest. Is this one of those cases where the benefits of the ETF structure, low cost, you're not worrying about too much that gets goofy, all that other sort of stuff with with inflows, that this is a fund that can handle the size that it's gotten to? It's not an issue we talk about a lot, you know. Yeah, size isn't an issue. The market cap of the underlying companies is still massive. And that's really important to understand. The other thing is, back to the S&P 500 and its makeup just up until a couple of years ago, when you had the FANG stocks and you put Microsoft in there and you put Tesla in there, collectively having a weight of over 30%, it's a little bit scary because most people, although they hear S&P 500, 500 stocks, in fact, that's not what they're getting. So when you diversify into other areas, especially areas like energy, boy, commodities have been the only positive area of the market, not only in the last year, but especially year to date. And it doesn't seem that energy or commodities in general are going to pull back anytime soon. The other thing is you're not having to pay up for this. The PE of the S&P 500 is around 20. SDY has a P of about 16.5. So you're getting almost a 20% discount while you're also getting some great dividend returns as well. And then finally, Chuck, investors are concerned about the fixed income side of the balance sheet versus the equity side of the balance sheet. We've talked about 60-40 being dead, that 40% allocation. Where's that money been going? It's been going to cash. And it's also been going to dividend-oriented stocks, hence the billions of dollars that we've been seeing going into this area. Now, Tom, I always ask you if something is a 200-day moving average play. And this is not a fund that I would normally expect you to say, oh, yes, unless you're a diehard trend follower. But what I was surprised by when I researched this fund is that at the end of last week, it went below its 200-day moving average. It may not stay there for very long. Heck, in the days between when we record this and when it airs, it might have changed. But with it having just fallen below, do you care at this point? Or do you just understand that, hey, the trend is maybe working against it. It's still an asset class you want to be in. It really depends on what type of investor you are, Chuck. If you're a trend follower, not just this ETF went below its 200-day but the S&P 500 went below its 200-day. So that's a key and critical benchmark that now is no longer in an uptrend. It's really important to identify whether you want to peel back part of the equity in your portfolio. However, most investors tend to be buy and hold investors, and they tend to want to diversify, hence their desire to buy ETFs. But back to our point, the fact that the S&P is not the S&P that it was 10 years ago if you're looking to further diversify into areas like dividends or like utilities or energy companies or consumer staples, this is a great opportunity as many have a very high correlation to the S&P 500 to peel back a little of that highly correlated area in technology to move into some of these other sectors. And I should point out that over the last six, eight months, this is a fund that has gone below its 200-day moving average, but it hasn't stayed there for long. That's no guarantee that it'll stay that way this time and, and still make it a short trip. But it has generally, even as the market's been coming down, sort of fought and managed to remain mostly above the 200-day. Tom, last question. There are a lot of dividend ETFs out there. 
the statements that you're saying about SDY apply to many of them. If somebody's picking from scratch, is this a favorite? And we've talked about other ones. You know, where does this rank in the pantheon of Tom Lydon likes dividend ETFs? Well, you're right. Most importantly, this ETF has been around for a while. It's formulated around the S&P 500. Its structure is sound. There are a lot of choices out there when you look for dividend strategies. Some can be downright dangerous. Some that are going for high yields, which you'll find would be very much focused in heavy in industrials and utilities and financials, where you may not understand that you're taking big bets in certain areas. This ETF tends to be a little bit more diversified. And most importantly, if you like the S&P 500, well, you're also going to like SDY. It is the SDY, the Spider S&P 500 Dividend ETF, the ETF of the week for the first time in the second decade of ETFs of the week from Tom Lydon. Tom, always great to chat with you. Thanks so much for all you do. Can't wait to do this again. Thanks, Chuck. See you around the nursing home. The ETF of the Week is a joint production between ETFtrends.com and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And yes, that's me and my show, which just celebrated its 10th anniversary. We've done more than 2,500 shows. So if you've never checked us out, please go to MoneyLifeShow.com or look for us on your favorite podcast app. If you haven't checked out ETFtrends.com, you are missing a great resource that's going to help you become a better investor in ETFs. They're on Twitter at ETF Trends and Tom Lydon, their chief executive, my guest. Well, he's on Twitter too. He's at Tom Lydon. The ETF of the week is brought to you every Thursday for 10 years now. And we hope you will subscribe and follow along so that you don't miss any of the action. And if you like us, please leave a comment on your favorite podcast app because those things really do help. Until we do this again next Thursday, happy investing, everybody.